Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey. Hi. Are we back to this recording? Yes, because I could not figure out the last time we've recorded. Remember, we lost signal halfway through. Yes. Yeah. Start again. So I could not, for the fucking life of me, figure out how to combine two recordings together in the other recording software. I even looked up a bunch of videos. I did a bunch of Googling. I went through all their like frequently asked questions. I could not fucking get it to work. And so I'm like, fuck this website and everything about it. I was so pissed. I listened to that podcast because I even critique us. What can I say? Is stuff missing from that podcast then? No, because I had to download everything from that website and upload it to this website in order to edit the episode after wasting like an hour of my life trying to get it to work in the original software. I was a little pissed. Everything they had kind of centered around the video recording aspect of things. Even that, I couldn't figure out how to put together two video recordings. Well, uh, let me tell you now, since this has happened, I actually like the attitude. Is that how you say it? Better. Because I am too immature. See you do this and not do stupid things like show you my dragon head in the middle of you talking or show you my hand puppet in the middle of you talking. You're too easily distracted with all the extra things with the video recording. I am. I do have ADHD, so this is better. It makes me be mature. It forces me to be mature and focus. Okay, good. Yeah, because we're back to this and I'm just going to stick to this. And the recording editing on this is easier anyways, because on the other one to edit you had to use the transcript which is kind of nice but sometimes if you're highlighting a word or like a sentence then because it's automatic it's also would highlight things in other parts of the transcript because it somehow synced it together then I would try to edit in just the audio portion and you can't zoom in in the audio portion like you can in this website I don't even care I'm so freaking tired from this goddamn storm yeah I'm exhausted just to let people know we live in southern California and there was a hurricane warning for the first time ever (laughs) 
we don't know what to do with a fucking hurricane in California. What's bad enough we have to deal with earthquakes? Well, there was a hurricane. There was an earthquake yesterday in Ohio. So we also had. So now even Mary. So it's funny. I saw this thing on Facebook yesterday from Merriam Webster Dictionary. And it was like a new entry to the dictionary called a hurricane, which is a hurricane (laughs) and earthquake at the same time. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so ready to run away from this country and this state. I can't take it. It's too scary. Did you see that that video I sent you on Instagram with Steve Carell from The Office? Yes, I saw that about 14 (laughs) times yesterday. Everybody was posting that. Oh, my God. It is hilarious. It's awful. Yeah, so uh, we just got a torrential downpour, and thank God, it's super windy. I had to, my poor tree out in front, I thought it cracked, because you know how it's like super flimsy, that tree. Mm-hmm. So I went out, and apparently one of the stakes, the big round stake, came out of the ground because of the rain and the wind. So the tree was not really stable. So I'm out there in the drizzle, trying in my shorts and tank top, trying to hammer the stake back in the ground and figure out how to tie the tree. My neighbors must think I'm insane. I was the only one outside. Everybody else is driving away. Of course, no one comes and asks, can I help you? And then part of the palm tree fell down. So I was trying to drag that shit out to the garbage cans. I'm exhausted already. I put my garbage cans in the garage because I knew the wind was going to blow them around. And my neighbor didn't. So all night long, I heard his freaking garbage can moving around. And then my dog was terrified. Angel, she was terrified of the wind. She cried until I let her in my room. And then after it stopped, she wouldn't stop crying to get out of my room. But the door was open. Just walk down the fucking hall. But no, she needs an escort because she's scared to walk down the hall to the living room. Dogs are annoying. My dogs actually didn't freak out too much. But every once in a while, my older dog would bark out the window at the rain. I'm like, this is not the first time you've seen rain. <laughs> it's not even thunder. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank Thank God. It's exhausting. I'm exhausted. I'm going to run away. Please sell this house for me and send me all for this house. <laughs> okay. Well, if Katie's listening, she can co- give you a call. Yeah. I can't take it anymore. I don't know where I'm going. Maybe I'll just rent all over the world until I die. I don't know. I have to think about it. So anyway, everything else. Okay. Jeff made it home. Okay. I was really worried about him. I'm like, oh, he was still driving. Oh my God. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Wow. You know, he just had a little bit of a delay, but he drives all the time. He actually likes road trips. He's a fucking weirdo. And so he was fine. He had like no problems. He got home at like seven something, I think, did laundry, packed, and then left again this morning. I took him to the airport. So he's already gone again. Oh my God. (laughs) For for when is he for work? Yeah, he'll be back in a couple days. Okay. And How's Claire with her quasi-concussion? Fine. Everyone's fine. We might as well just talk about all the shit happening in our lives lately instead of (laughs) this book because I didn't even fucking finish this book. So we can just have a whole episode of like what's happening with us and like 10 minutes on the book. And that's totally fine with me. Okay. Yeah. So I'm assuming you did not take Claire to work. Thank God last yesterday, right? No, I did. (laughs) <laughs> what? I am 
going to drive over to your house and fucking kill you. <laughs> it really wasn't raining that much yesterday. So at, at least when she worked, she worked earlier in the day. So fortunately, by the time we got home from her work, that's when the rain started to get a little crazy. Otherwise, okay. like it really wasn't bad. Oh my God, I, I'm speechless. Did people even go in? For fucking orders? Yes, people are fucking crazy. She came into the car when I picked her up at the end of her shift, and she was sweating because she said they were so busy that she was working like crazy. Oh my god, that is insane. And is her face all black and blue from what happened to her? No. So I'll give people a little bit of a background. So, oh god. So my oldest was playing. She fell and hit the side of her face where, like, your eyes socket and cheekbone are and like her ear like in that area gave herself a concussion trampoline did you say in the trampoline no i wasn't gonna say that part because i didn't tell the neighbors that my kid got hurt in their backyard Uh, oh i thought it was your trampoline i don't own a trampoline so no this was at the neighbor's house when i was dog sitting what is that thing in your backyard that's round and around it i used to have a trampoline i haven't had a trampoline in probably since you moved here i don't know if it's been here since you've moved here it has been here since i moved here well we got rid of that thing a long time ago so this is how little we actually use our backyard because we never go out there so you haven't noticed that the trampoline's been gone for definitely a year if not longer oh my god that's because you never invite me over but it's all right. Go ahead. Oh, my God. We never go in the backyard. The only people that go in the backyard aren't even people. They're fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just want to make you feel bad because I want to see you more. Okay. Yeah, I could, I could tell. <laughs> okay, good. Because apparently you can't take a subtle hint. So I'm just going to put it out there. Fuck, I might as well have moved to Missouri for as much as I see you. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I saw my parents more and I didn't even like my fucking parents. Okay. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I don't even know how to deal. It was against my will they would show up at my door or at work. But I did see them more, Rachel. You know it's true. No, I see you at least once a week. You don't see me once a week. And if you do see me, it's to run in, grab your kid and leave. I don't even see my granddaughter when she comes to my house. She's literally, I had to tell her 30 times when she was here with Jeff to hang the mirror after school. Take your backpack off and sit in a chair. You're not <laughs> right away. I seriously had to tell her, I don't know how many times, take, sit down. Back to the trauma of the fa- being a member of this family. Go ahead. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't know it wasn't your trampoline. So Friday night, I had to take my kid to the emergency room at the children's hospital to get evaluated for her concussion. She was fine. They gave her ibuprofen and Motrin. So most expensive Advil, basically, administration ever once I get the And I didn't know. I didn't know it happened because why would you tell the grandma that my grandchild, my oldest grandchild is hurt and going to the hospital. Oh my God. Why would I be included in the family loop when I'm not family, obviously? I told <laughs> you the next day. I'm so sad. Oh Trend. my God. Oh my God. Are you listening? I can't wait to go to Scotland. Can you hold me for a little while? You you better make your ticket one way. What? <laughs> Gladly make it one way. Oh my God. Trev, prepare prepare yourself. 
<laughs> is there preparing for me? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, you'll get a grandson when you go with Trev. So, <gasps> oh, all right. Now I always, yeah, now I'll have both. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> Tell him what happened. That's basically it. I'm I'm done with the story. I don't know if you were listening. You're not done you're with crying. the story. What ha- what happened to you? Oh, God. Everything is just fucking downhill since my birthday. My birthday was earlier in August. And it's just, you know, you feel like it's maybe downhill once you hit like 35. No, no. Apparently my downhill starts at 43 because... No, well, you're lucky. Had, oh, yeah. Uh, super lucky. So I had my birthday... A week to the day after my birthday, I fell, hurt my knee. Then the day that I had to take the kid to the emergency room, I had a migraine and migraines are the fucking worst for anybody who gets them, you know. So the whole time we were like there, my head hurt. I felt like I was going to throw up all this stuff. Finally get home, get the kids settled. And I'm like, I have to puke. Like, I can't wait anymore. I'm just going to like throw up and maybe it'll make me feel better. I threw up so violently that I burst like every capillary in my fucking face, which is like a thing you can do. My face is still fucked up. It looks better than it did. Thank God California is basically closed today and I don't have to like see anybody or do anything because I can't let people see me in this condition. And I'm just hoping tomorrow when I go to the office, my makeup will actually cover what the fuck is happening. Being the mother, I'm like, uh, I'm going to drive over. I need to see you just even if it's for a minute. So she begrudgingly let me go over so that I could see her. And her face did look like somebody had bitch slapped her everywhere. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I was was like, I feel like people would pay good money for this sort of like injective face treatment as if I had gotten like pins and needles like poked into my entire face. Yeah, Yeah, so it's it's been great. great. August August has been wonderful. (laughs) We had, I had the fall. I had my face fuck up. I had the ER trip with the kid. We had a hurricane. There was also an earthquake north of here. And then east of here, there was actually a tornado warning yesterday. Yeah, it was very scary. It was very scary to be here. I hate to tell you, but this is why every year I dread my birthday coming. Because every year as you get older, shit shit just happens. It's annoying. Yeah, I can't even keep track. I I went for a long time, many years, with not talking to friends or seeing people. Because I had nothing good to say. It was just all bad news. I'm like, nobody wants to hear this. It's really annoying. So, uh, speaking of annoying, do we want to talk about this book? I don't know how much I would say this book annoyed me, but it confused the ever-loving shit out of me. Well, thank God it wasn't just me. I'm like, what? what's happening? I can't tell you how many times I've said that out loud. I'm so confused. Maybe my brain is more addled than I thought at my age. Today's book is The Cursed Romance of Time and Death by Heather D. Glidewell. I feel like there was stuff in this book that I wasn't necessarily expecting, which is fine. I can like roll with the punches. But for this Uh story, the things that were happening in it, 
made it really hard to follow because it was a lot of time travel yeah back and forth and then there was like time pockets and things that were happening and then you had a coven of witches and you had the human world and you had grim reaper then you had like father time and and it it was like witches murders i struggled to read this book so much because i was getting really confused and then for some reason something about the way this author wrote made it hard for me to focus i don't know if it's because it was written in third person and the chapters weren't chapters broken up by characters and so they would jump from chap chapter to chapter excuse me paragraph to paragraph and it would be like from another person's point of view and then i would get confused because i'm like oh right now we were focusing on the male main character and then like two paragraphs later it's something happening with the female main character in her location or something so that fucking through me the time travel through me trying to figure out what was happening in terms of guy and the girl and the like murder mystery aspect of things it was so much that i struggled to even get to like 60 percent in the book and then when i got there i was like i cannot fucking do this anymore i had less than 100 pages to read and i was like i'm so lost the main characters i stopped actually when the main characters finally got back together i don't even fucking care at this point because i'm so confused well, you made it way farther than I did. I'm going to do one of those DNFs, and I never do that. I never do that. But I was like, what the fuck is happening? I don't care enough about these characters to really find out. There was a lot of, to me, very, very young adult reading in the book. Is a 12-year-old supposed to be reading this or a 10-year-old supposed to be reading this? It is really young adult. So basically, I don't even feel like we need, I don't even know if I can summarize this book well in the 60% I did read because it was so confusing. But this book basically opens the blurb. Yeah, maybe. Um, Let me look it up. Hold on one second. So the blurb says, how far would you go for true love when the daughter of time and son of death are ripped apart by a mother's devilish deal, they must embark on a journey to find one another again. Tossed into the human world, they face tears in the timeline, soul trades for immortality, and broken protection spells. In the end, this romance comes with the ultimate choice, one that could forever alter the fate of their timeline. Will they find harmony among human allies? or soar to new heights against their foes. Join Peter Rembrandt and Naomi McCoy as they show time has no value when it comes to true love. There's this coven of witches that live in this city, and there's a guy, Peter, and a girl, Naomi. What do you think? They're like 18 or 19, but they're still in school because I think they go to school until they're 21. Yeah, I think that age is about right. They're both in school. They're in love with each other. They've been in love with each other since they were like preteens. The boy, Peter, ends up getting taken away by the Grim Reaper, and we all think that he He's died because Grim Reaper will come and, you know, take people away. So the girl leaves her coven to follow the Grim Reaper back outside of the coven's town area to try to demand to get the love of her life back. Okay, so far so good. When she leaves the coven, it takes her like a day 
or maybe two to get out of the coven's area. She goes through this like magical portal area, which ends up taking her to the human world. So this is when we realize she's not in the human world. She's not a coven in the normal world. And that her coven is in charge of like keeping track of time. A couple days for her has actually been decades since the Grim Reaper took Peter away. And we also find out that Peter never actually died. The Grim Reaper had made a deal with Peter's dad to kind of work things out and keep him alive. And the only reason that the Grim Reaper took Peter away is because the mom made a deal for her other son to say, you know, in 10 years, come take my oldest kid and use his life essence basically to keep my younger son alive. And I don't care if my older son is dead because she's a horrible mother. Yeah. Isn't she lovely? So then Peter has been out in the human world, not dead. He's alive, but he's working with the Grim Reaper to train and reap souls and waiting for Naomi to come and get him. And then it gets even weirder because Naomi gets there. She starts to try to unravel some sort of murder mystery aspect of things that are happening in the human world. In addition to trying to find Peter, but people aren't telling everybody everything because it all has to go in a very specific order in order to not fuck up like the space time continuum. It was like quantum leap up in this book and it was like the butterfly effect you got it they have to be careful but naomi is like beyond innocent when she goes into this world she dresses like a prairie woman and she doesn't know anything about people being deceptive and she's just a little too innocent and she meets somebody named mr star who is apparently runs a hotel offers her a room she finds out there was a murder at the hotel she's trying to figure out what happened it's all very confusing so beyond the time pockets there's also a Columbo aspect of this book yes and then it turns out that the grim reaper is actually the brother to Peter's <laughs> father. That's why he made the deal with him. And his dad is like father time. It was interesting, but then it was also confusing because of the time jumps and because certain things were not being disclosed because they didn't want to mess up, like you're saying, the butterfly effect of things. And so like... It, she finally comes to town, to the human world, and she doesn't get to Peter right away. She doesn't, like I said, get to him until like 60 or 61% into the book. And by then, I was so like confused with all the side characters because she's making friends. She's going to this coffee shop repeatedly. She's paying for things with buttons that are gold. It's too much. There's no point b you know she ends up making yeah. friends with her father actually owned that hotel that mr star has and he stole the hotel and her inheritance mysteriously died so she's trying to find out what really happened to her father she's not a witch but she can tell naomi is a witch if i read in this book one more time about how her and peter went to the same academy and were the top two people she was the top person in the school how many times did she say that in this book? It's like, we fucking know, okay? Stop bragging. That was kind of weird because she is 
they're the top two. She's actually like the number one student. The whole deal, I guess, in the end is that she is actually supposed to take over the coven, not Peter, not Peter's younger brother. It's actually her that's destined to take over the coven and be the keeper of time. But then when she goes to do magic or do spells, she has some issues. They take her a really long time. She laments that they didn't teach certain things at the academy. How are you the number one student at the school? Yeah. Harry Potter. The kids in Harry Potter knew way more than this witch class knew. Then it said at some point that the coven in Safe Haven, which is the where the town was named, was the keeper of time. Peter, like his father, was gifted with rebirth. And then Naomi's father was born with the gift of change. What? So did Peter's father, he came back at like the very end of the book, I guess. I must have and skipped all that. It, I'm like, I can't, I can't take this. I ended up skipping like three or four chapters and then reading like a lot of the end of the story. But there was a lot of characters considering this was less than, this was about 200 pages long. So Mm -hmm. Michael is the dad. He started Safe Haven with his friend, Vincent. Vincent had something called the eye and he could see the future, which was like a gift for a time warlock. And so that's how Michael figured out that his wife was going to use the son's life in exchange for the other kid's life and all of this stuff. So I never could figure out why did he pick her then? Why did he pick this woman to be his wife if he knew that she was going to do this to Peter? I guess because Peter and Naomi are supposed to rule the coven together or Peter is supposed to be some sort of grim reaper type person and Naomi is supposed to rule the coven and so he has to still follow through with it even though it's going to be horrible getting there so I have a comment and it's maybe completely out of order but so are so many things in this book this whole fucking book I forget how much percentage I was in they never kissed us they never did anything sexual and then when they finally reconnect on the other side it's Peter's age 10 years but for Naomi, it's only been a day. Grim finally explains to them a little of what's going on. And he says, makes some comment about the wedding and sends them on their way to spend the night together. It's like all of a sudden, oh, all of a sudden they're going to have sex. Yeah, he says something about like, make sure you invite me to the wedding or the wedding's going to be fun. I don't know. It's they barely kiss. I think when they reconnect. When I stopped reading, I'm like, I I can't even what he fucking proposes to her. I just I'm like, I'm done. I really thought this book was going to be really good. Like it had a lot of potential. Like it seemed really interesting. I was like, oh, cool. Like this time and death and all this stuff and it was heavy on time and it was heavy on death but it was just really fucking confusing so i like really wanted to give it the most i could but it took me like an entire week to read a 200 page story because i started reading this like when we picked it the day after we recorded the last episode i think so it took me almost a full week to read this story and last night i finally was like i can't fucking do this anymore even though i only have like 75 pages left to get through But even that was a struggle to get to that point. Yeah, this is coming from a woman that reads a book an hour. So for you to take a week to read that was less than 200 pages, yeah, I think that says a lot. I couldn't take it. I I just sit in 
to bed, reading at night before I go to bed, tears running down my face, going, my life is so hard. I have to read this fucking book. (laughs) I can't can't do why must I be tortured like this? I can't take it when there's other things I want to do, but I must try to hang in there for this podcast. And then I'm like, I don't care. I'm letting go of the rope and falling off the cliff. I just can't. I didn't even read anything else. That's how bad it was. Like I didn't even start reading another book. I didn't read anything at all until last night after I gave up and heavily skimmed the ending of this book, I started reading Mm. something else. I would say, okay, you can reward yourself. If you read four chapters, then you can go read the book that you picked to read for yourself. I made it like two pages. Like, okay, I need to be rewarded. I was going to say four chapters would have taken me three days. Yeah, I didn't. I I was lying so that I could get out of there. I'm fine with lying. Save myself. I read three books, I think, in between the time that I started this book and caved. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, So I don't want to rate this book. I didn't finish it. I was too fucking confused. I'm good with not rating this book. Do you want to rate it at all? No, it'd be too mean for me to rate it. So tell me about the books you did read then, since you read. I most certainly will. I went back and I read two. I don't know if I told you, but I read, uh, they were Zoe Draven books in the Alien Prize series. So I read The Alien's Lover and I read The Alien's Touch. And then I also read the Bad Blood Shifter books. I Mm -hmm. read The Wolf book. Okay. So the story of the wolf. And then I read the story. Now I'm reading Sloan's story. So book three. So I'm about halfway through that. The Leopard Bad Blood Leopard. Okay, yeah, that was the one that we did before, and I was really confused why the second book was about the girl, because it didn't seem like it would be about the girl. Well, the third book is about Sloan, the snow leopard. Oh, yeah, which is a totally random character. Does he have more stuff in the second book? They have some stuff about him, but yeah, then the third book is about the snow leopard, and then you find out what his issues are in Mm. the shifter group, why he's in that group, because they're all in the group because something happened. Yeah, it's the misfit pack of shifters. Yeah, and then on top of it, um, I cannot tear myself away from my the Hoopla app, the Silver Court of Flames. I'm on audiobook, The Court of Silver Flames. I am almost done with that. And then I think I'm going to start Crescent City. But I'm doing a lot of things. Like today I have to I have to clean my house today. I hate cleaning. I have to at least clean it up a little bit because somebody's coming Wednesday to dog sit so I can go have fun with a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. That's your day trip thing, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. We're like, we're like, we hope there's still flowers left on the bushes since um, that storm. Well, yeah. Was so bad. My ex-husband, who I haven't spoken to in probably a year, called me to make sure I was okay. I was shocked. Was more concerned. He expressed to me than in the seven years we were together and married go ahead wasn't he the one that didn't know your last your middle name yes so which is really funny because you just told that story in the last podcast episode and then he called you over the weekend to see make sure you were okay yeah it was crazy 
I'm like, what? Why is he calling? I, I thought maybe something bad happened. But yeah, we had a nice conversation. He got hit more by the storm than we did. He said the lightning, the rain, the wind was unbelievable. Yeah, it's okay. It's good. And the rain stopped finally. So everything's good. We're going to dry out now. Yeah. We'll go into 105 degree weather, I'm sure. Because the, <laughs> the pestilence that happens down here is mind-blowing. The flying Volkswagen bugs are back out, too. I'm going to start carrying around a badminton racket so I can just whack them and send them off while they're careening into my head. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they do. You just have to hit them, push them away from you. It's really annoying. Yeah, it's a good thing they're so pretty because they're iridescent, but they are fucking huge and the really bad design. Their wings are not big enough to support their bodies. And they come out once a year. It's crazy. And then I have a bird. I think it's a bird. Every fucking morning, this thing is like, to me, I'm laying in bed the other morning thinking, this thing is tapping out Morse code like there's no tomorrow. It's like a spike through my head. So I have the crickets at night that are super loud. Then I have that bird doing Morse code first thing in the morning. And then I walk outside and I'm dive bombed by the iridescent my it's so bad here the spiders are i've never i haven't had this the spiders are coming out everywhere my granddaughter came over from school the other day a- asking for a broom so she could i go what do you want a broom for she goes there's cobwebs everywhere around your house grandma i'm like oh yeah i know <laughs> i i told to make sure she checks on me daily and if she doesn't hear from me she needs to come cut me out of the web where the thing is sucking the life out of me because where are these fucking spiders coming from (laughs) along (laughs) along with these ongoing ant attacks that i can't stand in dirt because they're everywhere it's hell here i don't know why in god's name you'd want to live here it's a fucking nightmare Uh, i live in arachnophobia village is where i live i don't think it's arachnophobia i think it's just arachna village (laughs) arachna village that's right where Mm -hmm. are you having these big spiders around your house no i do have a black widow that lives by my garage that i just let live there Um, oh well i have black widows too i I just let them live there. I walked into, you know how I have the pergola uh-huh. in the backyard. I went in there to move some stuff away before the wind and the rain came. I got, as soon as I walked through the gate, <laughs> I got so covered in cobwebs. I was like freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> and then I look up and there's the biggest, first of all, there's still the wasp nest that Jeff promised me he'd knock down for me. Never did it. And then next to it is a gigantic black widow spider in the ceiling of the pergola. So it's like I can't go in there anymore. Yeah, I think because you have so many plants, so you have a lot of bugs. So the spiders want to eat the bugs. I had a shit ton more plants at my last house. I've never seen a spider like this. And they're everywhere. I mean, they're now they're covering, you know how I put the lattice over the what is it called uh, the patio area the lattice is the ceiling of the patio area i made the dog come inside and i'm out there whacking like a crazy person trying to get the cobwebs down and the spiders off of it so i don't walk straight into i don't know if it is it a brown recluse let's hope not well those are poisonous so yeah i hope not they're poisonous they will rot your skin off and you can 
loose limbs. Yeah, they're terrifying. See, those iridescent beetles aren't so bad. They're just No, I pretend stupid. they're fairies because they're so pretty, but they're gigantic. Yeah, it's mating season for them. So they're out trying to look to get laid, but they're also blind, so they fly like fucktards. And so they, that's why they're and always blind into you. Well, huh? I wish you had disclosed all of move down here i refuse to believe that we have more bugs down here than you had where you came from i still you don't absolutely do <laughs> i had possums and raccoons and yeah you absolutely do Trust well me. we have those I too have- so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. So can I announce right. the next book? Yeah. Did we pick a next book? Oh, yeah, we did. You told me to pick because you didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm over it. Go that's ahead. How, I was so tired yesterday. I know. That's how defeated we've been. Okay. So the book I picked is The Midwinter Mail Order Bride by Katie Wilde. It's the Deadlands book number one. And so I looked this up on Goodreads and it says that this is a book in a series of mail order brides when the other books are written by Alexa Riley, Ruby Dixon, and Ella Good. Oh, you know, it's funny because I actually was laying in bed last night looking at this going, you you need to participate. And I was hoping pick this book oh good yeah i've had this on my tbr for a long time because i heard some good stuff about it like a million years ago and i just never realized that it was part of this big bigger series with these others so the ruby dixon book is in set in risdiverse and it says the aliens mail order bride okay well i'm i'm excited to read it so we'll see what happens yeah i don't know if i've read anything by this author before so should be interesting yeah i know that i haven't so that's good okay we'll give it a try i guess that's all that's all we got yeah Just a yeah, that's all we got. We're done. Yeah, so uh, we tried. Better luck with the next book for us. And yeah, they can't all be spectacular, right? Well, yeah, and like I always say, if people have recommendations, they can pass them along. But until then, we're just going to keep shooting our shot yep. and trying to. Pick <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to continue bitching and moaning. So okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you have a good day, honey. All right, you too. All right, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bonded Books Podcast. You can rate and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com. And check the show notes for a link to all of our social media.